The 48 Laws of Power is a book that's so powerful that each of its laws slash chapters deserves their very own video. And that's why today we have a special guest on the channel, a man who has literally spent thousands of hours outlining every chapter in this book. And today he's going to be sharing with you 11 of what he considers to be the most powerful laws in the 48 Laws of Power. Good day everyone, thanks for having me. I run a channel called Illacertis, where I've spent thousands of hours mainly animating every single one of Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. I think it's that important because Greene is one of those few authors that write about what is and not what ought to be, meaning it's brutally honest to the point of being blunt. But if you're like me, you'd much rather prefer content that is reflective of the truth, even if it is a bit unpleasant, than being lied to. That's why I put so much effort into this. I want to help you better understand power dynamics in the modern world so that you won't be taken advantage of. And a lot of it is just historical anecdotes with a lesson or two for you to take away. The following I found to be the most practically sound laws in the book along with their stories. So here it is for your viewing pleasure. Enjoy. Law number four. Always say less than necessary. Due to his unpredictability, Louis XIV would have his courtiers tremble in fear when delivering bad news. He would say, I shall see. Have them leave the room and either take action or decide to do nothing about the issue, but always with an intimidating silence. Only speak when you have something meaningful to say. Actions speak louder than words. Kondrat Yerilev was sentenced to death for rebelling against Russian Tsar Nicholas I in 1825. As Kondrati was to be hung, the noose around his neck, the rope tore and he fell to the ground. It was a miracle. Immediately, a messenger was sent to inform the Tsar. The Tsar, as he was signing the pardon that would allow Kondrati to live, asked if he had made any remarks after the incident. The messenger replied, Sire, he said that in Russia they don't even know how to make rope. Kondrati was hung again the following day. You can imagine the rest. Had Kondrati been silent in that moment of incredible luck, he would have lived. As the one person who survived the failed coup d'etat against Nicholas I, he would have become a legend. The man who cheated death, his treason pardoned, the gods on his side. But he just couldn't bite his tongue. He couldn't stay quiet. Perhaps his pride did not let him. The point is, he may have enjoyed saying those words in that moment, but was it worth it? He didn't only insult the king, but every single Russian by insinuating that they are incapable of doing anything right. Accepting this man's impudence would have been a sign of weakness on the Tsar's part. Unfortunately for Kondrati, the Tsar, unlike him, wasn't a fool. Refrain from saying something that you will regret in the future. The more you speak, the higher the chances that you will say something that will get you into trouble. Perhaps it is best to let silence fill the air without feeling the need to speak it away. Especially when your fate lies in someone else's hands. Still today, a harmless joke or negative remark heard by the people in power can cost you your livelihood. Be aware of just how much weight your words can carry. Law number nine, win through your actions, not through argument. 
Mucinus needed strong ships. Without guarding his tongue, his engineer argued that a different type than the one Mucinus preferred would be much better for conquest. Despite being right, the engineer was sentenced to death. Don't argue with authorities. Agree and suggest an alternative. Then demonstrate. Law number 13. Asking for help appealed to people's self-interest. In 433 BC, the Athenians found themselves in a favorable position. The Corsairans and the Corinthians were preparing for war. Both parties wanted to secure the help of the Athenians. The Corinthians chose to remind them of an existing debt. The Corsairans, on the other hand, spoke only of mutual interests, the combined force of their navy directed at Sparta, the Athenians allied with the Corsairans. In sales of any kind, pragmatic arguments will always trump emotional appeals. The past does not matter. Don't count on loyalty. Aim for win-win deals. Law number 16. Use absence to increase respect and honor. A man said to a dervish, Why do I not see you more often? The dervish replied, Because the words, Why have you not been to see me? are sweeter to my ear than the words, Why have you come again? Molayami, quoted in Idris Shah's Caravan of Dreams, 1968. Give people time to miss you by robbing them of your presence. It's when we lose something that we discover how valuable it had been to us. On your return, you will be appreciated all the more. Law number 18. Isolation is dangerous. The more you are isolated, the easier it is to deceive you. You lose touch with reality. When someone is urging you to cut friends and family out of your life, realize that they want to control and influence you all by themselves. Whether they do this consciously or unconsciously, it is malicious. Be careful in cutting yourself off from others for too long. Introverted or not, you may cause yourself great harm psychologically by pushing others away from you. Law number 23. Concentrate your forces. The greater an empire's territories, the more vulnerability. Great lands need strong borders. Else they may be overrun by another barbarian tribe, as seen with the collapse of Rome. Your armies are strongest when forged together. Divide them, and they may not be able to protect the empire from an invasion. Dedicate your complete focus to one front, using every resource at your disposal, and all of your energy to master your craft through total immersion. Law number 25. Recreate yourself. Others will call you what they think you are, or what they think they see in you. It's all superficial. Every now and again, you'll receive a genuine compliment. But your parents, friends, society, even your government, expects you to be someone or something else. It's important that you choose to be whatever you want to be, and that you feel free to change whenever you like. You have the freedom to dismiss the opinions of others, even to put on a good show like Gaius Julius Caesar. The world is your stage. It's up to you what role you want to play. Think of life like a book, and you're writing it. You're the main character, so act like it. Law number 29. Plan all the way to the end. Excerpt from the book. The gods on Mount Olympus, looking down on human actions from the clouds, they see in advance the endings of all great dreams that lead to disaster and tragedy, and they laugh at our inability to see beyond the moment, and at how we delude ourselves. Before you take action, consider the possible outcomes and consequences, calculate the risk, then execute if it's worth doing. However, as time goes on, things reform, and it would be foolish to stick to a plan that ignores change. Law number 34. Be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king. 
Christopher Columbus did not accept his low standing in the world he was born. He recreated his family tree, married into nobility, and peddled with kings. Now unless he was mad, people thought, there must be valid reasons behind his bold requests. He must be legitimate. Ask for less, receive less. What you tolerate is what you end up with. Do not think lowly of yourself. You're a king in your own right. You're a queen in your own right. Princes and princesses are no good today. Law 41. Avoid stepping into a great man's shoes. Alexander the Great's father had set the standard of achievement very high. Alexander wasn't going to be content in his father's shadow. He wasn't going to rest on his father's and later on his own laurels. When Alexander saw the breadth of his domain, he wept, for there were no more worlds to conquer. Now, imagine if Alexander the Great had had a son who wanted to be a conqueror. That he would pale in comparison is an understatement. Not a soul would have attributed his success to him, for he'd achieve everything on the shoulders of his father. Don't make it your life's task to be better at being someone else. Instead, go your own way. Unapologetically, be your best self. Law 48. Assume formlessness. The Spartans, the most powerful infantry the world had ever seen at the time, lost the war with Athens, for they were outnumbered and unwilling to change their views. They did not adapt to circumstance. They did not build walls. They did not want to conquer new lands, nor engage in trade, for gold gave rise to corruption. Meanwhile, Athens was thriving through constant reform. Sparta fell behind and collapsed. Don't fight change. When you catch yourself in the futile attempt to resist a new order, remind yourself that you not only missed the opportunity to predict it, but to adapt to it in time. You have to be anti-fragile. As Bruce Lee said, and this is the closing statement, you must be shapeless, formless, like water. When you pour water in a cup, it becomes the cup. When you pour water in a bottle, it becomes the bottle. When you pour water in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Water can drip and it can crash. Be water, my friend. I hope you guys liked the video. I highly recommend that you guys click right here to check out Illicertus' video where he outlines every chapter in this monument of a book in under 30 minutes. Stay tuned, guys.